You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. As the season changes, it can bring new life to our meals and cooking methods. In this series, we are boosting your barbecue with bold flavors and fresh ingredients. Although there may be an empty seat at the picnic table, representing veterans who are no longer able to speak their voice, we remember them as we enjoy warmer weather, sunshine, and summer eats. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Fresh Focus podcast, where we give you bite-sized food and nutrition tips in between office visits. As part of our summer theme series, today we're going to get into some summer cooking methods and hopefully give you some ideas that you can put to use. It should be noted that there are many summer food options that don't even require any cooking, such as salads, wraps, sandwiches, fresh fruit, raw veggies, etc. But Amanda will cover those in the next episode. Now, there are a lot of factors that affect our choice of food as well as our choice of cooking methods as the seasons change. But sometimes we get stuck in the same habits and we find ourselves wanting to change it up a bit. Warm weather should be the time of being outdoors, enjoying the company of friends and family, swimming, hiking, camping, all things outdoors. Not being cooped up in a kitchen with the oven cranked or trying to eat those warm, heavy winter dishes when the heat index is 100 degrees. So let's discuss some season-appropriate options so you can continue enjoying your beverage out in that nice, toasty sun. Usually the first thing that comes to mind with summer cooking is the grill in all its glory. And you can man your battle station of choice. Charcoal, gas, pellet, and probably a dozen more that I don't even know about. The point is, typically, the grill is the king of summertime cooking. However, just because we use the grill doesn't mean we always have to use it the same way. It's not always just about slapping on some burgers and hot dogs. And a quick side note, if you're not making your own hamburger patties, at least at home with your immediate family, you are seriously missing out. But if you're cooking for multiple people, I completely understand that pre-pattied is probably the way to go. So let's start by discussing ways the grill can be used. One of the most simple things to consider is the use of direct or indirect heat. Direct is basically putting your food right on top of the heat source, which is typically more towards the center of the grill, over your flame or hot coals. Whereas indirect heat will be more towards the edges of the grill or on the top rack. And I know that seems obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people burn and or undercook their meat just because it wasn't at a good spot in the grill. And all grills heat up and cook a bit differently, so you'll want to get used to yours. It's kind of like the difference between an electric stove and a gas stove. There are just some differences there that you have to adjust for. Some things will do better with a slow cook on the outside edge, especially if it's a bigger cut of meat. And some things will do better over direct heat. And sometimes it's good to use that direct heat for a bit to maybe finish off some type of food after you've slow cooked it for a while. There's no right or wrong way, but it's good to figure out what works best for the food. And the same goes for anything you're trying to grill. Could be meat, could be vegetables, could be potatoes, could be corn. Don't be afraid to try different things or look up recommended grilling techniques for certain foods. You can always learn new things. Next, let's discuss accessories. Now, we could easily talk for hours about accessories for the grill. Just too And more and more come out every day. But you don't want to listen to that, and I don't want to have to learn what each of these 5 million things do. So let's keep it simple and focus on a few basics that you can use to enhance your options and capabilities when it comes to grilling. 
The first is the grilled basket. Probably the most basic option is your pan dish style basket. These can be great for veggies or smaller meats, such as shrimp or thin strips of chicken, because you don't have to worry about losing your food through the grates, and they become easier to flip and stir as they are cooking. There are also baskets with lids that allow you to kind of shake up the contents for even cooking, as well as sandwich-style baskets that allow you to uh, basically sandwich your food in there, and then you can flip over the whole thing just by grabbing the handle. This can be very convenient as it allows you to flip multiple things at once, as well as keep it all together and safe within the mesh. Another option is using a stainless or cast iron griddle on top of your grill. This allows for easy stir-fry, as well as cooking other non-traditional grill items, such as pizza, just don't skip on the veggies, quesadillas, and various other things. Other options could be things like grill mats, which basically just provide a flat, non-stick cooking surface, which provides similar benefits as the griddle, as well as grill racks, which might help you to better utilize indirect heat, as well as make better use of the space inside your grill. Lastly, skewers can be a viable option to cooking, especially when you want the convenience of a holder for your finger food. Experiment with various meats, veggies, as well as fruit. The heat from the fire helps to caramelize the sugars on the outside of the fruit and can be eaten as a complement to savory foods or enjoyed by themselves as a snack or dessert. Grilled pineapple is especially good, but if you put it on your pizza, we can't be friends. You can also use metal or bamboo skewers for your kebabs, but just remember that the bamboo ones will need to be soaked prior to use. No one wants bamboo ash in their steak and shrimp. Now that we covered the grill, let's discuss another fire-based cooking option. More specifically, the fire itself. Whether you are camping or just sitting around a fire in your backyard, this can be a great spot to grill some delicious food. If you have some walls to your fire pit that allow for a metal grate to be put on top, you have an instant grill right there. This is a perfect spot for a cast iron griddle. You can also use cast iron pots right in or beside the fire depending on the type, as well as hang it overhead from a tripod. We use both the griddle and cast iron pot when we camp. The griddle gets a lot of use for breakfast. Eggs over an open fire are amazing. And the pot often gets used for various things, including uh, stuff like chili. And yes, I know chili isn't your typical summer food, but when you're camping, you want something quick and easy, and it definitely fits the bill. We just hang the pot from the tripod and stir until the food is ready. The griddle is also a great place for cooking those fresh summer vegetables. I love zucchini wedges cooked this way. Coat them with some olive oil, garlic powder, onion powder, Italian seasoning, pepper, and a little bit of salt, and you're golden. Another option for summertime cooking is using foil packs, sometimes referred to as hobo packs. Throw in some meat, veggies, potatoes, etc. with some seasonings and some olive oil or butter and let the magic happen. These can be cooked indirectly, such as on the grate or slightly off to the side of the fire. Or you can use direct heat and put them right in the fire on your hot coals. But a quick side note on that. If you're going to put it directly into the fire on the coals, you'll want to double wrap the foil around your food to try to help distribute that heat a little bit more evenly. You may also want to do that if you just have a lot of food in that pack, just to make sure it doesn't tear. These can also be used on the grill. We often cook our potatoes this way. We'll slice them up, add onions, seasonings, some olive oil, and cook them until they've softened up a bit, flipping throughout so they cook evenly. Another trick with foil packs that can keep your food from burning is to wrap all your food in cabbage leaves before you wrap it in foil. This way the cabbage kind of takes the brunt of that heat and the food inside gets a more even cook. It also does a better job at keeping things from sticking to your foil. 
Now note that I didn't provide any cooking times. Unfortunately, timing can be highly variable depending on the foods, the size of the fire, etc. So part of the process is just keeping an eye on it and using your judgment. Just remember, it can always go back on. With grilling and using the campfire, it is also important to note that we want to try and minimize char as much as possible. There are certain carcinogenic compounds that get created when meat gets overcooked or charred. Using indirect heat can help to reduce some of these compounds. You can also use marinades and dry rubs to help protect the meat itself. Also keep in mind that the context of the meal is very important. If you are making sure to include plenty of nutrient-dense plant-based foods within the meal, those antioxidants and nutrients will help protect the body from those other inflammatory compounds coming from some of those grilled meats. Some other cooking options can include things like the Instant Pot, Crock Pot, Toaster Oven, Electric Griddle, Smoker, and Air Fryer. The Air Fryer can especially come in handy when you want some fried foods, so things like fried fish, chicken, or seafood without all the oxidative damage, calories, and heaviness of the deep fried foods. For example, coconut shrimp is amazing in the Air Fryer. So just remember that there might be other options that you'd enjoy experimenting with that may be healthier for you. So here's what you do. Go get some fresh food from the farmer's market or your garden, some fresh herbs and seasonings. Invite over some friends and family and enjoy the afternoon. We aren't the food police. We get that our food isn't always going to be completely perfect and 100% healthy for us. But there's a lot you can do to ensure that you're making delicious, well-balanced meals in the summer that everyone can enjoy. And they'll also help you to keep up with those fun summer activities. It's much easier to enjoy yourself when you feel good. So take care of your body. Balance your plate and enjoy the season. Cheers.